Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Wendy Sellers here, back with podcast two of five, discussing discussing uncovering the facts about employees with disabilities, which can be a goldmine of candidates and employees. Right now, we're going to talk about training managers because HR usually already knows this stuff, but managers do not. Let's, let's talk about that, Wendy. I want to pivot back to you real quick while we're still on this one here. It, does, it, does it really come down to uh, focusing on our managers, on training managers uh, a little bit better in these regards? Uh, or is it a cultural change within an organization, a combination of both? What, what are some things to, to start with, if I may? Yeah, um, the answer is yes <laughs> to all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. It's... Um... It starts with leadership, whoever that leadership might be. So let's just say in small businesses, it starts with owners. Um, you know, what um, owners need to know, first of all, and, and this, and, and I hate that I have to even jump into this, but, you know, sometimes we just got to get owners' attention and then make them realize that there's a benefit in a different way in, in order for them to really see it for themselves. But there is, in, in every state, there are benefits to organizations to hiring people with disabilities. There's tax credits, just like there is for hiring people, you know, that might be, that might have been in prison or felons or things like that. There's tax credits, there's help. Um, many ind- companies don't realize that um, if an individual, a candidate, an employee needs some kind of accommodation, like a special keyboard or even heck, a special van to drive to work, that most states have a program, every state has a program, but everyone is different, that will pay for that for the employee, for the person on their own, or for the employer or combination. And so a lot of this stuff is completely every excuse that people give of it's going to cost too much, it's going to be too difficult, that we could rule that out. We could rule those excuses out. But um, Jeff and I were talking a little bit before the podcast just about some other random things in life. And we just don't know. Like there's so many uh, competing, you know, goals. And there's so many organizations, whether government driven organizations or nonprofits specifically related to disabilities that overlap, that they seem to compete and then people get confused by it. Oh. But going, you know, going back to, your actual question of like, who do we need to educate? We need to educate everybody, but we do need to start with, with ownership to say, okay, here's the benefit to you. It's not as bad as you think of accommodating. Here's what, you know, maybe you can get tax credits, you can get help, but then we need to go back down to anyone who is involved in the interviewing process. No, we need to be, um, I'm looking at a website here. And for those folks that are listening on the podcast, I'll make sure that I put all these links on my website, thehrlady.com, on my blog that will have this uh, podcast posted. But there's a ton of information on the Department of Labor 
And I'm looking at the site right here. It's the Department of Labor, and it's literally called Focus on Ability, Interviewing Applicants with Disabilities. So it's exactly what Jeff said is don't be focusing on the what they can't do. Let's focus on what they can do. And isn't that what we do with regular employees anyways? We focus on what they can do. Absolutely. And excellent find with that resource, if I could. Let's come back to that in just a little bit. I'd like to pivot real quick back over to Jeff. I want to dig into your book. Let's talk about your book. What is the purpose of this book? What is it all about? It's Just Call Me Jeff, My Life with Cerebral Palsy. Talk to us about that. You know what, man? About three years ago, when all the diversity thing went on, in the word inclusion, when you're in the disability field, that's the word that everybody uses. And then about two, three years ago, we all start using it. But guess what? Guess who we're leaving behind? People with disabilities. So kind of, I want to blow Wendy up. When we came into contact, when you have a disability and you talk to the Wendy's of the world, you can feel, you can feel the vibe whether they believe in you or not. And when I spoke to the HR lady, I'm like, it was a wow moment. Wow, somebody's going to bat for me because I've never felt that feeling. It's always felt like, yeah, they give me a job, but they really don't think I can do it. But they want to hire me. And then six months later, guess who's the bomb? The Jeff Arsenal. And my book, it's a biography. And I think it's needed. I think everybody in the world needs to read it. You know why? Empathy. I need to feel how it feels not to have a disability. You need to feel how it feels to have a disability. My life, it starts from the difficult of my birth. It goes into a little bit bullying, not much. It's real strong on employment. My struggles with getting through college. My struggles with getting that first job. My struggles with, and JC, there's one word that I keep saying. What's that? Struggle. Yeah. Everything I do in my life is a struggle. But guess what? That's what we call life. And why do I want people to hear my story? Because... We as human beings take so much for granted that we can go out and get a job if we lose a job. You know, when I was, it, my book talks about the loneliness, the isolation. Yeah, I was successful, but it talks about 
one of the pieces that really bothered me in my life is my, I was single up until three years ago. And I would hear people say stuff like, hey, I broke up with her. I'd be like, oh, man. And they'd be like, that's all right. I'll just go get another one. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Get another one. I'm 45 years old, and I'm a great guy. I make good money. So the things that the average person in the disability community doesn't talk about, I talk about. Because I feel like it's important. And I appreciate the opportunity. Go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, no, it, it, with with what you're bringing up right now, let, let's think about this, ladies and gentlemen. When when you hear him talking about living with a disability, that's one thing. You try to put your mind in the perspective of being someone that has a disability, that's something else. But he said it best right there. Loneliness. That's something that all of us could relate with. If you think back to over these past few years and the times of COVID and being locked down in your own house, maybe separated from your family, maybe you've lost family, lost job opportunities, lost loved ones, and you've now experienced that loneliness. That is like the tip of the iceberg of what he's talking about. And you take that and amplify that a hundred times and you might start getting close to what exactly he's talking about. But this is something that we all, everyone that's listening, could use as an example to, to start to put yourself into the shoes, into the mindset. We'll be back tomorrow to hear more from Jeff and his mission. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.